0: This is what we. This is what we said. We said that PBC Al Hamish should just go ahead and put it out there. Just put out uh, fights that could just at least cancel out the other people. I didn't know what it was going to be like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to to do to win the arbitration. I mean, he who do you know make moves and you 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 screw networks, apps, uh, rival promoters. Fighters,
0: mainstream media,
1: nigga, well,
0: country, Disney, countries, <laughs> a country. Motherfucker.
1: I mean, you know, I mean, and Mickey Mouse just lost, bro. Mickey Mouse just took a black eye, man. You know, I mean, man,
0: good God, man. Yeah. good God, man. When you yeah. sent me that, I was like, let me go in here and check real quick because yeah, I told not, you, you know, I yeah, said, I ain't believe
1: it, I yeah. ain't believe
0: it. And then I went and saw it and I was like, Earl, after I looked at yours, Earl posted it two minutes later and then I went mm-hmm. and checked PBC and like everybody started doing it. Then CBS Sports grabbed it. and I was like, well, once they get it, it's a wrap.
1: It's yeah. A wrap. I mean, what, what, once you said once Earl put it on his page and then also once I saw PBC and Fox put it on their page, yeah. I was like, OK, they, they don't they don't do false advertising. That's, no. that's why I knew that Fury Joshua stuff was nonsense, because, you know it was a bunch of stuff put it out there but it wasn't official with dates sites and stuff like that so
0: yeah they had you a know? site date but they didn't have yeah. nothing officially locked down so I mean, you
1: and i you and i can have a site date yeah you know that's so yeah yeah, yeah.
0: we can say hey we let's meet up at uh virtue like we can that's yeah, 20, yeah that's a site 20, a date. The, 20, the 23rd <laughs> like that's a yeah. site date yeah. But it's nothing official to me say, all right, we're meeting here and we'll go over and we'll have things set up this way and we'll have dinner or whatever. That's that's something totally different.
1: Exactly. Yeah, man, this is crazy.
0: Today is uh, yeah. May 22nd. It is a Taylor Ramirez fight. Uh, I watched part of the shenanigans that happened yesterday. Josh Taylor finally got under Jose Ramirez skin. From what I understand from being around boxers for a long time, usually if you get under a guy like Jose Ramirez skin, he's not just going to try to KO you. He's going to try to break you. So uh, I expect him to go forward and try to give out the most hurtful beating that he can before he stops Josh Taylor. Not saying that he will stop Josh Taylor because I know that also that Jose Ramirez has problems with boxers. And Josh Zep- Taylor is a boxer. Yeah, bang bang. So Zapata, uh, even post he couldn't get post all out of there. Even when he uh, pushed, he couldn't get post all out of there. So, yeah. uh, he's gonna have his work cut out for him. My yes. only thing is that uh, Jose Ramirez has more knockouts than he has fights, so that's a concern. That's a very big concern. So the, the experience goes to Jose on that on that front, um, and I don't think that you can take that away from a guy like Jose Ramirez. But again, boxers give him a very big problem. So yeah,
1: I mean the guy that both of them have in common is Victor Postal, and uh, those are very different fights where he struggled with Postal. Taylor kind of really dominated Postal. I didn't and see that. I don't styles. think I saw that one. Yeah, and st- Styles make fights. Styles make fights. Um, Here's where I'm at I'm rooting for Jose Ramirez okay. That's who I'm rooting for Um, Nice blend of skill Doesn't do anything great But does everything good Uh, You know, he he is Well, Here's what I will say He does great When he gets you hurt He finishes you He, he, he definitely goes in for the kill So I take that I retract that He does do that great Um, My heart is with Jose But my head is telling me Taylor
0: Yeah, that's why I say It's a 50-50 fight to me
1: Taylor is a very, he's a you know a UK guy, but he's a very slick boxer who likes to mix it up. Um he's not BJ Saunders, he's not, you know, Rocky Fielding. He's not Callum Smith. No, it's not basic, it's not let me slap the jab and move and be awkward and tricky. He comes straight up in
0: front of you.
1: He comes to fight, he's got good movement, he's a southpaw which I think is going to cause Jose some problems. Um, Absolutely. And uh, he does, he possesses enough power to get respect. Mm -hmm. Um, And between the two of them, he's got the quicker hands and he's got the quicker feet. So, uh, but Jose has this amazing will uh, to do that. But I have to say, I was impressed with Taylor versus Prograde. That was a doghouse fight, and he he outdogged Rugeru. Now, now, I'm not saying Rugeru is the biggest dog out there, but no, he's
0: not. But the but, fact that he stood in the pocket and he was willing to do that let me know something oh yeah. about him.
1: Yeah, it, it let me know something. He was ready. To, he he was willing to give take a blow to to give two back. He had a yeah. game plan with that, and to see him execute that. I guess, I think, you know, to me, you know, uh, Regis is a solid fighter. I mean, he's a former champion. So, to me, you got to give respect to Taylor uh, in that fight. He he, um, he shows some skill. He's able to fight in the pocket. He's able to fight from distance. When Regis finally took chances and got in there, he didn't just break down. You know, some guys, once you break through that distance, you know, people think, okay, then, then it's all over. You know, um, it's almost similar to Errol. You know, we talk about the Errol Pacquiao fight, which we get to. Oh, what happened when they get inside? Well, Porter got inside on Errol and look what happened. Yeah. So Taylor possesses some of those same traits that he can fight at distance, and he's also willing to go doghouse inside. And we both know that's going to be Jose's game plan. Jose doesn't fight on the perimeter. Jose gets on the inside, gets to the body. If you watch him versus Hooker, get through the jab, get on the inside, go to the body, punish you. You know, throw you know combinations with bad intentions. Um, but Taylor slick, man. Uh, my head is telling like say my head is telling me Taylor, but my heart is telling me Jose.
0: That's the reason why I said it's 50-50 with me. And you're doing the the head, you know, so it's 50-50. Yeah. The only yeah. thing about it this fight is if you trade with, with Ramirez, like you do know that this shits is come these these shits is coming back at you. And he can, oh, yeah. take a, he can take a hell of a punch. So
1: Oh, yeah. He, um, he, he definitely has a chin on him. He can definitely take a lick in and keep on ticking. He's also willing to take two to give one. Um, that's where the, the wheel comes in. He has this. Uh, he's, he's one of the strongest wheels in boxing, in my opinion.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's why it's going to be a hell of a fight. It it's should be, be. A hell of a fight. For as long as it think, lasts. Yeah. It'll be a 50-50 fight. Um, I actually think it's gonna last the whole distance. I think it's going all the way to a decision. You think so? I, I think they'll I think both the, I think both guys will knock each other down at least once. I yeah. think it's going all the way to the end. I think it's gonna be a barn burner, a close fight. I think both guys will be marked up. Cuts, blood, yeah, you know, bruising, swelling. Yeah. I, I think it's gonna be that type of uh fight. Just just because styles make fights and you know, again, I, the way I see the fight going is Taylor's going to control him the first few rounds from distance from the outside.
0: You know but, it. You know it.
1: But we know this after three rounds, Ramirez figures out how to get on the inside. Once Ramirez gets on the inside, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. And when we think about what Taylor's made of. Taylor's able to fight in those close quarters and go doghouse. I predict the fight for the first three to five rounds, Taylor does a good job of boxing him ramirez makes some adjustments gets on the inside dishes out some punishment and then they just start trading that and it's just a matter of who can make um who can make the the most uh the, the most the, the adjustments the quickest yeah. To, yeah to 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 land to land the more meaningful punches i, I was gonna say after the third start.
0: round i was gonna say after the third round uh mm-hmm. Jose would just pick it up and go. All right, you're gonna box. I know you're gonna box now. So let me just start cutting mm-hmm. off the ring and placing shots where right. I need to. I don't think yeah. I don't think he go, is gonna take him uh, too much longer. I I think he knows at this point how he feels about this dude. Uh, yeah. And salute to Josh Taylor for doing it correctly. I think he came over here like a month, a month and a half early to make sure that he got acclimated. People say that time, yeah. yeah. People say that the time difference doesn't really hurt you, but it actually does. I mean, it takes like a week or two for some people to get adjusted to the time, you know, so salute to Josh Taylor for doing it the right way and not coming over here at the last minute, the week before the fight or something like that. And you start <clears> feeling <throat> that you start feeling that lag and and, and, and not being able to go and not being able to push. But it should be a Taylor's hell of a coming, fight.
1: Taylor's coming to win. He's coming oh, yeah. To win this oh, fight. I know that.
0: I know that. Um, my only thing is that the UK fighters and no disrespect because I got UK fans. I'd be looking at the analytics. Y'all on a losing streak, man. Y'all on a real bad losing streak right now. real. And that's just being real. Like, y'all, you had uh, Lara, the the Mexican pit bull, he went in there and knocked the guy off. Like, you guys have losses all up and down this year and and last year, so.
1: But here's what Taylor's different, though. Uh, Taylor's from the UK, but I wouldn't call him a UK fighter. I'm gonna tell you why. He don't hide behind Eddie Hearn in match room. He could have did that in the zone and then he, he, he could have done, he could have been the Canelo of the UK. He could have said, okay, I'm going to fight this inferior competition, be, be the big fish in a small pond. And because we're talking about the whole nationalism, because he's British, he's from the UK, he could have just made a bunch of money off the UK fans, similar to what Anthony Joshua uh, did as well. But what he did was, uh, you know, not that I'm a big fan of, you know, top tank, but he signed with Top Rank, which is based here in the U.S. And let's be honest, this is where the best competition is. So where he's different from the other U.K. fighters is he wants to smoke. Yeah. yeah. You, don't, you don't leave your own backyard where you're comfortable you're clearly the superior fighter where you can still make your money and, 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 and beat inferior guys and get all the credit in the world through the hype machine and the U.K. media. Let's not forget the America hype PR machine comes from somewhere. We know where it comes from. Our Indeed. system of government is built off them. So there are a lot of similarities. They've just been yeah. doing it longer. Yeah. But I, I respect him immensely because he's chosen the path of competition, unlike so many other guys. And um, the, the he signed with top rank. Yeah, he signed with top rank. Now let's give him credit again. The best competition in 140 happens to be in the top rank banner. And he, yeah. he could sign with another promotional company and completely ducked and dodged the top one hundred forty pounders. And he could have been with PBC and say, "Okay, I'm gonna fight Maurice Hooker. I'm gonna maybe do a rematch or with Pro Gray." Or he could have signed with somebody else. He didn't do that. So that tells me that he's built differently. Um, and you know, I, I don't gauge people by what they say. I look at people by what they do. Actually, when you make a when you make a move like that, you have a lot of confidence and you clearly think you're better than everybody else and you clearly want to show that you're the best so regardless of what people think about him and where he's from it's not about where you necessarily where you're from you remember where you're from but it's about where you're going yeah so let's look at where he's going he's fighting a monster uh and he could have done something different and stayed over there in the uk and been the you know uk champion 140 pounds whatever he wants to do but he came yeah. over here for the smoke. So yeah. let, let's see if there's something. Let's see if that's for the fire. big boy. He
0: came over to play with the big boys. And that's no disrespect yeah, I mean, yeah. to nobody else yeah. around the world. But we all know like the best crop of talented of talent usually comes out of an American stable or a Mexican and, stable. And, so. and let's
1: be honest. He didn't just stop and say, I'm going to come to Jose Ramirez. He said, I'm, once I beat Jose Ramirez, then I want the guy they think is pound for pound. And he signed with top rank. He has a problem finding fights. If I'm with top rank, he's a top rank. We can make that fight. Absolutely. We all know, and, 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 and you know, Bob has said it, the winner of this fight gets Terrence Crawford. So when you look at a guy who leaves the UK and says, I'm going to basically go fight, in my opinion, the top two fighters that assigned to top rank, um, I'm not big on Tyson Fury. That's a whole nother conversation. Then to me, that, that says something. That means something because he's got a game plan. He, he didn't just pull this you know, out of his behind. This is something he's been plotting and planning on.
0: Well, I think, Jay, that the Super 6 series, I think that gave him his confidence, you know? Yeah. I yeah. think that gave him you know, his confidence.
1: But, you know, a lot of those guys win those little series, but they stay over there. They don't, they don't come across the pond. Very true. You know, like Joshua. Joshua did all that. Joshua should have came from, to the U.S. You know, he should have came to the U.S. I think that's a big part of why he got smoked by Ruiz. He wasn't – I think he was shell-shocked. He was starstruck. And he wasn't acclimated and used to, to this as well as the competition. Um, you know, it's one thing to have, you know, PR and hype things up. But at the end of the day, when you got to get in there in between those ropes, it is what it is. And um, I think that's what guys like BJ Saunders and Callum Smith, you know, who was obviously a super hype job with Callum Smith, because who did he fight? You know, I, I get, you can call some of the super six series, but who are the six? Yeah. You know, and so uh, kudos to Taylor. I, I personally think he's built differently.
0: So yeah, um, yeah. And I even the I way think, he talks, the way he talks yeah. and goes about everything, I'm like, oh, yeah. He, he with the, he with the shits, man. Like
1: he, yeah, I mean, he, he he got the energy. It's in him, and I think I would not. I think it would be a huge mistake. I don't think he's doing it because I, I just kind of watch how he moves. Jose is kind of the same. He takes everything serious. He's coming to to bang. But I think it'd be a huge mistake to associate him with other UK fighters yeah. and think that's what you're going to be walking into. Because if you do, you're going to get knocked the hell out or you're going to get embarrassed. Yeah. So um, I would focus less on the UK part and focus more so on, look, like you said, it's a 50-50 fight. These, both these guys want the smoke, and they want to see who's the best at 140 pounds. And so, you know, kudos to both of them. And I want to give both of them mad props and respect for showing what boxing and what competition and sport is supposed to be about. It's about the best fighting the best.
0: Absolutely. They don't
1: care about all these sanctioned bodies. Yeah, you give us all these belts, but at the end of the day, we got all the belts. We're not gonna avoid each other. We're gonna fight each other.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so king of the I, hill. I, I, I'm so, I, yeah. I salute, them. Yeah. I salute yeah. them. I salute them. So I salute them. I'm very happy for
1: this. Yeah, I can't disrespect or look down on either one of those guys because they're both saying, we want this challenge. And um, you know, it, and both those guys earned it. Neither one of them were handed anything. There wasn't no politics. They both beat who they need to beat to get what they got. And this is this is great. This is uh this is gonna be, this is gonna be potentially, in my opinion, a fight of the year candidate.
0: I think so. I just don't like uh, I feel like there wasn't much of a marketing plan behind this fight. Like you didn't hear nothing for the last uh, week on, or two man, about this.
1: It's it's, it's top rank is yeah. so busy trying to figure out how to get his money back that he lost on Terrence so he can build a mansion in Malibu. He lost so much money on Bud. Allegedly. So, you know, allegedly. So, you know, they're not going to put any money. You know, Bob gets the budget and we he put it in this pocket. And he, he's not promoting.
0: And he the craziest dies. part is you, you want to take a U.S. fighter overseas and build an audience for him instead of building an audience here that he still needs to be built. Yeah, that's the craziest here, shit of it.
1: And this is the largest market, right? For him, yes. For him, clearly. And it, it, it's nuts when you think about it. And so here's going to be a good example of side by side when we talk about the business of boxing. You look at how Bob Aram with ESPN um, has promoted Ramirez and Taylor. Now, let's see why. Let's watch what happens. To me, with in its totality not in skill but in terms of accomplishment and in terms of uh, uh, um, complete I'm gonna give you two names A- another fight Jermail Charlo versus Brian Castano that's another thing for undisputed right that's at the at the super or junior middleweight division 154 pounds that's most likely going to be on Showtime or Fox one of those so that's PBC so let's watch how they promote that, which is, again, an undisputed title fight at 154 versus how top rank and ESPN promotes a undisputed 140 pound fight. And the reason why I'm saying it is you got two guys who are accomplished and have the personalities and have the um, kind of recognition as Taylor and Ramirez in the game. Um, those two together to me, uh, have more cachet than Jamil Charlo and Brian Castaño. Now, Male has a cachet, Lions only, big up to the Charlo twins, big up to to Male for being one of the best and and, and being cheated and being the top five pound for pound fighter that he is. He carries his weight, but let's be honest, Castaño doesn't carry the weight. He's not very well known. He don't have a cachet. That's why I say this fight, from a marketing standpoint, is a bigger fight and should have been promoted better, but Charlo versus castagna will be actually marketed a lot better
0: so we both know that the the marketing campaign in a way that top rank goes about things is uh horrible but from what i understand from what he was saying in the press conference that there was a ban for people from the uk scotland and everything else to come over they weren't allowed to come over but people from like Russia and everything else were allowed to come over. So I guess that may have been part of the issue. I don't know. I'm only repeating, I'm only regurgitating what that man, man said. look,
1: you got Zoom, you got technology. There's a whole bunch of different creative things that they could have done to be promoting, to be hyping this fight. Yeah, we know it's COVID, yes. I know the European Union, which now the UK is separate from, have had their, um, their own policies in regards to travel restrictions. However, um, a lot of fights were promoted via Zoom, press conferences, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's just simply no excuse. What it was was it was um, they were just apathetic and they were just lazy Absolutely. because they know they could save more money. Because
0: you, you could have still promoted that to a all Latin crowd and that would have went crazy.
1: Yeah, you could have promoted it uh, definitely well in advance. You could have... Um, there's anything, anything you could have done. I mean, you know, you could have promoted, you know, past the pandemic, however you want to label it or market it or brand it. There's so many different things they could have done. Yeah. You know, they could have said, this is the kickoff, you know, big fight in the year for all the big fights, you know, the coup, this is, we're, we're the first, you know? And so just like when you look at like the difference in marketing, like with the UFC, you know, when the pandemic is going on, Dana was like, well, we were the first in sport to come back and, and push through this and make this happen. And, you know, I don't agree with everything with Dana White's politics, but from a business standpoint, I give the man immense credit because in his business model, the best fight the best always. And he, he, he's very, he understands that there's value in being first and he knows the value of what he's marketing, where it seems like top rank undervalues and, in the case of Crawford, a lot of times devalues uh, their, their assets and, and, and what they have in their cupboard to promote. And they, they just don't want to make the, the proper necessary investment.
0: How upset must Bud be at this point? Because I know I would be like, yo, I'm going to fucking hurt somebody.
1: I slept on this, and I shared the same thing with you. Uh, big ups to Arrow, Man Down, Strap Season, for the hashtag Blame Bob. that was hilarious
0: yeah when you saw when you sent me that i was like yo why did not pay attention to that
1: but i was so enamored by the flyer i'm like yo they really doing that shit but let's be honest bro i thought about this i think bud is perfectly okay with this and perfectly fine with this you got to be so let's look at let's use logic not the you know not the common sense is common but let's just be real about it Pacquiao could have fought Crawford when he was signed with top rank years ago, didn't five, know. six years ago. He could have fought him when he was younger, when Bud was younger, greener, not all the way in his prime, when Manny was closer to his prime, uh, or, you know, definitely considerably younger. And it was an easy fight to make. They were both in the same outfit. You know, and Bob could talk all the noise he wants to about. We didn't want to see Manny get hurt, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, the fighters decide we they want to fight. Bob can't tell Manny Manny shit. If Manny's like, no, I'm going to fight this dude, get that paper ready, then Bob is going to run that. right? Because Manny calls the shots. Um, So, you know, to me, I think Bud is fine. This is par for the course and part of his strategy anyway. It's the path of least resistance for him. And he's hoping it's the path of diminished returns for Earl. He's like, look, man, while you over there being diminished going through these wars... I'm going to stay fresh and I'm going to go ahead and pick my way through, you know, the shallow end of the pool while you over there treading water the deep end. So he thinks, uh, and, and to me, that's the way he views it. Now, you know, people that think, will look
0: good. Here's a problem. Once you fight a guy like Danny Garcia, Sean Porter, an upcoming fight with Manny Pacquiao, you have and taken.
1: Garcia. And Mikey
0: Garcia. Mikey Garcia. You have taken bits and pieces from each one of these fights. So it has made you better. And I don't think he's taken a lot of damage in the process. The most of the damage he's probably taken is from a Sean Porter fight. And yeah, that's, that's, because, yeah. he and that's, that's because he wanted to.
1: That's because he wanted and, to. Yeah, I think he's taking more damage in sparring and training. Honestly, I think that's more a way in town him. It was just, you know, at that point in time, it was cutting the weight. And I'll let you allude to the fact that the, 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 the trainer that he's with now and he's, how he's approaching it, the, the, the lifestyle changes he's made. I right. make I think it's make all the difference in the world for him moving forward. Manning. and the thing is, he, he, you know, when he made those changes, he knew these big fights were coming. And so he's like, I got to get everything right. I got to get my life right. I got to get my mind right. I got to get my body right. I got to line everything up because, yeah, I was able to do all that and still win. But against the elite guys, I got to come in there on my, on my A game and uh, you got to give yourself the best shot. You can't do that drinking, hanging out, you know, having a cut, having fat caps, cutting weight instead of training. And I'll let you speak. You can speak to uh, his, his training, new trainer and training regimen or a guy he was with before.
0: So the guy he had before was Blu-ray. Blu-ray is a guy that kept Arrow in tip top condition, like as far as making sure he was strong enough, like he was du- durable uh we all know arrow can fight and he can scrap and he has the will and determination to do it but what blu-ray does is he in intensifies that and he enhances it without blu-ray i don't think he's knocked out anybody or brutally beat the shit out of anybody i don't think he's done yeah. anything like that with yeah. with blu-ray that sense of confidence and that and the luxury of having that type of that type of determination uh it brings up something totally different, that intensity, you know what I mean, and, and working out yeah. hard and, and strengthening yeah. his core. Cause I know one of the main things when I look at Earl, he's gonna have to strengthen his core against a guy like Manny Pacquiao because those punches oh, are yeah. gonna those punches are gonna be coming from different angles. You're gonna have to some point be able to turn, move, slide, roll, and be able to yeah. push Manny the fuck off. So uh, yeah. yeah, Blu-ray does yeah, Blu-ray does a hell of a job with Earl, uh keeping him intense and keeping him motivated. Uh, I'm not saying that Derrick James doesn't, but this is the, the to me, this is the, me- the missing piece that Errol needs. He's already a fantastic boxer. We've seen that. We know he can get in there and bang. But this uh, will make his brave heart <laughs> go to another level. And I'm, I'm, I don't really know how to explain it for anybody that's listening, but there's certain things, like, I don't know if anybody out there has ever worked out, but you know how you feel before you work out and then once you build a routine, and you get used to it and you start to feel better, he brings that out of Arrow. And y'all, you all will see very soon how it looks. You will see because it's going to be a, a totally different uh, Arrow Spence. Uh, he does a hell yeah, of like a Chris, job with Arrow.
1: Like when we fought Chris Algieri, you can just look at his body and see the difference. You know, um, the, cut. the conditioning, yeah, the cut, the strength. You know, you, when you look at when he fought Mikey Garcia, look at his body. I mean, he still, you know, is in shape. When you look at him when he fought Mikey Garcia, you look at his, at his body and everything and his energy level when he fought Sean Porter. I mean, that was just the dog in him and his raw ability. But then when you looked at when he fought, you know, Bundu, when he fought Algeria, and the way he was just literally walking through these guys and punishing them and just the relentless pressure. And, I mean, he's still – he's a pressure fighter. But now you back up not just the mental pressure but the ability to execute the physical pressure. Yeah, yeah from beginning to end, yeah. I think that's the difference that um, that Blu-ray is going to bring to the table. And you're 100% right. Manny comes with punches and bunches from angles with a lot of speed and power. He's got a very strong lower body. He's got those calves and that's, he explodes. And so, and so Errol is going to have to be ready with his footwork. He's going to have to have a, a strong core, strong, keep a strong center of gravity. Because let's be honest, when, when Thurman got caught with that flash knockdown in the first round, it wasn't that it was a big punch. Manny makes he, – he does an awkward movement, and he gets you to react, and he catches you off balance. And once he gets you to shift that weight and you're off balance, he lands that punch. And, when you know, if you get hit and you're off balance, you're going to drop. Yeah. And so that that's a big part of Manny's game. Um, but
0: it's just the punch, the volume, man. Like that volume, the
1: volume. It, you, you know, like coming with it.
0: Yeah, he hit, he hit Keith with a body shot, and then Keith was like, "Oh, yeah. should he hit me with a body shot yeah. while I'm while I'm backing up." And then you know, yeah. that hand comes but over again, the top. This so. is the
1: problem with Keith Thurman. Like I hear people comparing the Pacquiao Thurman fight to Pacquiao Spence. <laughs> nah, it
0: ain't the same. Extremely,
1: it, it's, it couldn't be any more different. They have very different styles. They have different compositions. They have different mindset mentality, there's a different level of physical strength, you know, Keith Thurman is orthodox, Errol Spence is southpaw, Uh, Keith Thurman is more of a, you know, a a, a boxer, Spence is a boxer puncher, Thurman used to be a boxer puncher, but he would set more traps and he he uses more movement. Errol's movement is is forward, Errol's movement is to walk you down, to cut off the ring and apply the pressure. Now, of course, with Mikey Garcia, he showed a different side of his game to be able to show people he can box, that he can move laterally, he can score punches, you know, going backwards and doing things. And I think um, that's going to be an interesting thing uh, for for Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao was watching, it and trying to figure it out. You know, we know this guy can fight good going forwards, but if I use my movement to move all around and bounce and do typical Manny Pacquiao thing, like keep him off balance, then he can't come forward and, and get me. I think the thing with Errol that's sneaky is he's so fundamentally sound. Um, he doesn't overreact to what the other fighter's doing. You don't see Errol drop his hands because a bunch of punches are coming. And I know Manny's different. And the other, the big difference between Errol and and Keith is Errol sending something back.
0: Yeah, he will, but he'll have to get adjusted to that speed of Manny first. Was it? It's, it's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, a, a whirlwind fighting in there with, uh, with that he, octopus.
1: It, true, he will. But I think Errol's the octopus. And I'm going to tell you what the octopus, the tentacle the tentacles Errol has is that jab. Manny Pacquiao hasn't fought anybody that has a jab as good as Errol Spence's jab. If people don't think Errol Spence's jab is a problem, even though he's an orthodox fighter, go see Danny Garcia
0: not just that but even so it go back to the Miguel Cotto fight those first couple yeah. rounds
1: Cotto was winning
0: off the jab he was just hit just jabbing him. i don't know what the hell made him change up and start fighting with him but you were winning off the jab
1: because manny mesmerizes you with that movement and he gets you to fight his type of fight to me it's like a snake charmer he snakes yeah. charms guys cuz again he's mixing it up you got this little guy compact guy <laughs> coming in, uh, uh, coming out with this weird rhythm. And you're like, man, I'm going to mix it up with this guy. And he gets guys off the thing. The thing about Errol, Errol don't switch it up for nobody in terms of like, you're not going to fluster him. He'll go ahead, he'll shell up almost like a little winky ride a little bit. But he doesn't shell up and look at you. He shells up to a certain extent and then he picks his punches. I still think he picks his, he picks his punches against Manny. And I think that's going to frustrate the hell out of Manny that Errol won't get out of character because of what Manny does. And I think the biggest surprise that Manny's gonna find out is Errol will set traps, having him thinking he's backing Arrow up, looking for the angle. And I think that jab is gonna be there waiting on him. Errol's yeah, not think... gonna sell out and expose himself. No, it's, everything jab... it's,
0: gonna, it's gonna be everything off the jab. That's how it's gonna yeah. that's how it's gonna come down to it. Everything yeah. off the jab for Arrow. I'm telling you though, he's gonna have to understand what that speed is. So that speed is gonna oh, yeah, be yeah, a motherfucker.
1: Yeah. But, that speed is a motherfucker, but, and it's a different type of speed. But, oh yes. Earl, Earl's far Mayweather and Mayweather's quick. It's a different type of quickness. Um, it's a different type of power obviously, but, um, I have a lot of confidence that Earl can deal with the speed. Cause the one thing that offsets speed is timing, timing. Yeah. and distance management. And if you don't think Earl can, Manage distance again. Go see Mikey Garcia. Go see Danny Garcia. That those guys aren't as quick as Manny with feet or hands. The difference is uh, he makes it look so easy managing the distance. I think it's going to be more difficult to manage the distance against Manny. But I don't see Manny being able to offset that jab. I just don't. I don't. No, at, some some at some point, he's yeah. going to
0: dart in too fast mm-hmm. or he's gonna not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's going to get caught. And he's he's going gonna... to get
1: caught. That, that's my prediction. My prediction is he gets caught. He gets caught coming in or – and he gets hurt, either knocked down or knocked out, or he, get, he, he feels the, 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 the thudding, the power that Errol can absorb what he's doing, and he feels it, and then he decides, I can't keep jumping in like that, to which then he has to kind of somewhat pick his moments when he thinks Errol's taking a break, which if Errol's in a good, good condition, that's going to be far and few in between, which is a lot of conditioning and everything with Blu-ray, like you were talking about, is so important. But I think then Errol walks him down, and then I think it's a, I'm going to punish you to the body. I'm going to punish you. I'm going to slow you down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make those big legs super heavy come toward the end of the fight, and I'm just going to wear you down, and then, then he's going to stop the fight because I'm just wailing on you. Yeah. I, 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 see, I see that being the most likely outcome, or I just see Errol check hooking his ass off the jab because Manny can't. will we'll, we'll try to figure out how to get past the jab. And I just see Errol doing the same thing to him that kind of like what Mayweather did to Hatton. You know, Hatton got hit with so many jabs and then you think, you know, even though we know uh, that, that, that Floyd fights off the back foot, he thinks Errol can't fight off the back foot. And I think Errol realizes, okay, cool, the, the check right hook is there to be had with Manny all day long. And, we and gonna I see, think man. Yeah, we'll this see. Is
0: gonna, this is going to be awesome. I, I love this. I love this because it's going to be two Southpaws at the highest level, man. And yeah, that's and Manny, the other thing. And Manny yeah. has been there for, the, for, for so long.
1: Yeah, he's he, been there he, for he so seen long.
0: It.
1: Yeah, he's seen it all. But the other thing Manny hasn't seen is a guy that's a, he's seen big guys, but not a guy who's that fundamentally sound and responsible and not a guy who is going to, it's not going to headhunt. You know, Errol's not infatuated with headhunting. Errol is similar to what, to me, what you see Canelo doing. They just want to hit something, shoulders, arms. Yeah, It's going to break you down. Yeah. And I think Errol's just going to punish him wherever he can. And I think that's going to have an effect on Manny and and affect Manny's game. I don't care how quick you are. If a guy's, you know, putting dents in that armor.
0: Yeah. I don't think he's going to, because we're not, I I don't think we're gonna get vintage Manny. I think we're gonna get the guy who who came into the ring after he got knocked out. We're gonna get the guy who's gonna dart in, but he's not gonna dart in full speed. You know what I mean? Like he's gonna figure out some things. But I th- I believe once Earl gets accustomed <clears throat> accustomed to the power and speed, then he'll start he'll start making his uh like you said the uh, putting chinks into the armor and everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, again, the key is the jab. The key is going to be doubling up the jab, tripling up the jab, and moving the jab, because Manny moves. Mm -hmm. You know, the biggest mistake people move with Manny is, they don't move the jab, so he works around the jab. Um, one, One thing Errol does, Errol moves his jab, and that's why Danny Garcia was reluctant to walk in and try to land bigger shots, because he realized, oh man, I can move, and, and Danny doesn't move a lot, but I can parry, I can slide, I can do this and that, but this guy is just a jab machine. This is, You know, he's going to keep coming, and it doesn't matter what I do, it's going to keep uh, keep coming, and I, I think that's the, um, the, I think that's what Manny's going to deal with. I think Arrow might let him on the inside just to mix it up and have a little fun for a minute um, just to kind of punish him to the body and trade to a certain extent, but I think for the most part, he's going to keep the fight at the distance. He's going to keep um, he's gonna keep Manny at the end of that jab. And um yeah, that that's right. It's, it's not gonna be Manny versus Marquez. It's not gonna be those type of fireworks. No, no, no. I think no, it's no. gonna be a lot more tactical, uh, boring at certain points. And I think he just literally gonna control Manny with the jab. Yeah.
0: And, and and of course the breakdown if he can get if he can get to him he's gonna do the breakdown and, to the body and everything but it should I'm, I'm excited man like i don't even know what to say like i got up early this morning you know juiced up off this shit like this is like cocaine like hearing a, hearing a, hearing that a fight like this is going to take place this is awesome to hear but and this fight damn, puts man. manny
1: pacquiao in my top five no matter what happens in this fight this you point. know what?
0: He could have been top five to me at any fucking point. I, I but my yeah. only thing with Manny was I always wonder why he never was like undisputed at any at any weight class. You know what I mean? Like I, that's the only thing that 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 I question about it. Like, and it's not a question about his career, but mm-hmm. why at yeah. any point because he was so goddamn vicious. How come he was never like undisputed at any? I think some
1: class? guys. I think some guys dug that. I think some guys clearly, Doug Manny, didn't want to fight him. Um, whether you call it a promotional issue, because he yeah. didn't buy him. Mean, he was with Bob Aaron, us not yeah. forget about that. So, oh, that too. Um, you know, um, so I think it had a lot to do with that. And, you know, Manny was always about making the, the biggest fights. You know, it may have been a guy who had a belt, but if there was another guy in the division who everybody knew was clearly the better fighter, Manny went for that fight to make the bigger fight, which is why... You know, which is why he he makes big money during his fights because he fights competition. Um, one thing I'm hoping is I'm hoping Canelo Alvarez looks at what Manny Pacquiao was doing at 42 and the types of challenges that he's taken, and maybe it will inspire Canelo to get on his horse and say, "Man, you know, if Manny is still chasing greatness at 42, what the hell am I doing at 30, 30, 30 years old, 31 in my prime? I need to take on." like real challenges that not the casual fan, not the lamestream media who's trying to, you know, cover their own asses, and you know, do their bosses' biddings, but people who really know what the, what the really top fights are. Yeah, You know, everybody knows with Canelo, Rocky Fielding was not a tight fight. Everybody knows BJ Saunders was not a tight fight. Everybody knows Kovalev wasn't a top fight. People know the top fights for Canelo are, not to change subject, but Charlo, David Benavidez, uh, uh, you know, if you want to go 75, better BF, BVOL. People know who the top fighters are, you know, or Zerto. People know who the top fighters are. The casual fans have no idea. That's why they're casual.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, they're, they're being told what to think. They don't know any better. But for people like us, he knows we know. And it's time for him to stop stealing money and look at a, a, a true warrior like Manny Pacquiao.
0: Because and, this, and, the, the conversation yeah. is going to come up. You know, how oh, come yeah, you at, at 28, 29, 30 are fighting mm-hmm. these guys, but you haven't fought mm-hmm. the rest of these guys who actually can give you some gold. Uh, And we haven't seen that. I salute Manny Pacquiao, man. He would have been top five to me if I had to name him. Of course mm-hmm. I would, but he was already, you know, a legend and a warrior to me. But once he did this, I was like, God damn, man. Yeah. He, he
1: was man? in my top 10 by him taking this type of challenge and risk and at the age, um, I, I, I um, and then, you know, look at it. It's not like he's, he enforces 2019. That's another thing. Um, I, I have nothing but immense respect for what he's doing. Now, of course, I'm curious about the contract.
0: Salute to will me.
1: Would there be the testing in this contract like there wasn't in the Thurman contract? Yeah. I can't wait to see those details. Um, you know, Errol might be like, you know what, I don't, you know, if I, if I have to argue about all that, I'm not going to get the fight. You know what when he do, what he do. I do what I do. Right. I'm not going to trip on it. It is what it is. We, we don't know. And, you know, not, no, not throwing shade at Manny, but you know, people have suspected certain things, but it's never been proven. He's never, ever tested positive. Yeah. Um, but you know, with the big jump, he's the only eight division weight, you know, uh, 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 champion. Correct. Uh, And so people are curious how you, you know, carry that type of power and go up that many weight classes. Um, You know, he could be either be the freak of nature or, you know, it could be something else in this day and era with the era of PEDs. You just never know. But uh, Manny has been steered clear of that. Never been tested positive, never popped for anything, never been guilty of anything. So definitely want to say that. But that is one detail on the business side of the boxing that I'll be curious to see. If that's in this uh, in this contract, because it wasn't in the Keith Thurman contract, it
0: was not. But I mean, the guy, man, like legendary. Uh, who would who would expect him at forty two to take that fight? And we, I, I, I felt because we have been talking about, like yo, he's probably gonna take some big fight and go out with a bang and, and ride off into the sunset. But
1: Matt, what, what's what's Manny's last three fights? What's Manny Pacquiao's last three fights? So we know. So, let me check right now. So, we're going, to, we're going to be Errol, right? Before that, it was Keith, Keith Thurman. Who, who I don't remember. Who was it before Keith Thurman? I don't remember.
0: Was it Mayweather? Who was it? Was no, let me check. Saw, let me yeah,
1: check. Let me check. Let me check. It's just nuts. So, he's 42 years old. A lot of fights. You know, you look at him and you look at Canelo, right? So, let's look at the last three to five fights. He's fault. Let's look at the last three to five fights that Canelo's fault. And you know who's fought the bigger, better challenges?
0: Well, let me pull it up for Manny. All right, Keith Thurman, Adrian Bar- Bar- Broner, Lucas uh, Matisse, and then yeah. the so-called loss to Jeff Horn, which I don't say, see as a loss. Yeah, that,
1: that wasn't that one. a loss. That was nonsense. That was a, that was a robbery. That was an, That was that wasn't even a boxing match. That was MMA. Hmm. Who did he fight before Jeff Horn?
0: Uh, jesse vargas
1: okay so he fought jesse vargas he fought horn he's fought broner he's fought um matisse, matisse.
0: yeah
1: uh, uh, he's fought uh thurman now canelo has fought bj saunders abney Yildirim. yeah callum smith rocky fielding
0: yeah um, but you know what You know what they're going to say.
1: They were all champions. They were all champions. Yeah, again, we just had this conversation. So, yeah, they can all be champions, and that works for the casual fan. Manny's fighting champions, too, but we know these guys are all better respectively in their divisions as champions than the guys I just named the Canelo fought.
0: Any of them. And if you were to put – here's the other thing that you got to think about. Would anybody else have beaten those same guys that uh, Canelo fought? And the answer is going to be yes. If you put any one of those guys in front of Bavol, Beterbiev, yeah. uh, Acharlo, or Benavidez. Benavidez. Benavides brutally beats the shit out of
1: them. I, 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 honestly, Caleb Plant beats all those guys.
0: Facts. Facts plus tax.
1: Caleb Plant beats all those guys. So I'm, I'm not impressed. Um, not at all. And so Canelo has to – look, respect to Canelo. You put respect on his name. He's a, a legend. But he's about to be surpassed by Errol Spence, bro. That's the next thing I want to talk about. I can't and say Errol he's a legend. Spence,
0: I can't say he's a legend.
1: No. I, I, I'm going to say he's a legend because no. he's, he's fought – not his name. In, in, the, in the essence of um, – he's been the winner. He has one defeat on his record to Floyd Mayweather. No, 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 uh, no shame there. and. Um, he, yeah, he has fought a lot of names. Yes, uh, Andre and Plant Right, he fought him at the right time. Very true. But he did it. And he's had longevity. He's, you know, stayed healthy. I get into Climbuterol thing. I have an issue with that too. I get all that. But technically speaking, he's legend. He's not a top legend to me. I don't see um, it. He, but I, I would still consider him that. I know he's even marketed as that. But at the end of the day, what I really want to focus on with this, not more so Canelo. Look at the opportunity Errol Spence has in front of him. How many guys are going to be able to say, "I was able to fight Manny Pacquiao and Canelo Alvarez"?
0: Well, we'll get to that monster. You know, when it, when it, when it, when it, when, it, when we get there, I'm not worried about that. Um, and you know,
1: that fight, that fight is going to happen. If, if, if Errol beats Manny, he becomes, he definitely becomes the king of boxing because he's shown such respect to Manny. And to me, this is either Manny, you know, wins and and, and, and is like, man, he's just catapulted in the strategy. I can't believe he beat a prime Errol Spence or he loses. And it's a pass the torch type of fight. And the type of champion and person that Errol Spence is, he's a guy you can root for. You look at his personal story, you look at what he's overcome, um, the changes he's made. He's going to win over a lot of Manny Pacquiao fans. A lot of Manny Pacquiao fans like Errol Spence. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that's going to make him bigger in this market than Canelo. And it's going to make him the clear pay-per-view star. He did better numbers than Canelo. Granted, it was a pandemic, but he, he outdid Canelo numbers-wise uh, during the, in the last year, in 2020. So now I think uh, with this fight he's gonna outdo Canelo for sure with this Pacquiao fight this year he's gonna outdo him in 2021.
0: I just so wish it would have been was, uh, at Cowboy Stadium because Manny's been I, there before. Manny, Manny's I, I a-
1: wish he would have too, but Manny doesn't want to do that because that's Earl's backyard. backyard. Yeah, he's like I can't have it where I'm going somewhere and I'm gonna be trill with you. Where's Manny gone? but his fans were in the minority. If that fight, I don't care how many Pacquiao fans you got, if that fight would have been in Jerry's world, Earl would have had more fans than Matt.
0: Probably, probably. Oh, yeah, he would but, have. But the, his, his people would have showed up for that fight.
1: Yeah, no, no, his people would show up. They'd be more Earl's people. Yeah, it's, but, but it's, I don't it, think, it, I don't it, think
0: it, he worried about that. I think he's mostly worried about being in that town the judge selection and everything, which I feel like as an A-side fighter, he could control that too. Like he has all that.
1: Yeah. And Earl said, look, if I fight Manny, he can be the A-side. Cool. I mean, i let you know that that he's the A-side because it's not in Jerry's world. It's not in Dallas, but I I think, I, I do think it is the fans and I do think it is also the comfort that Errol has fighting there. He's very comfortable fighting in that arena. And a lot of his fights have been in Automatic. So I think Manny wants to drag him out of his comfort zone, put him in Vegas and find an even you know brighter light. Cause Vegas is a different type of bright light situation than Jerry's world in Dallas, you know, out there in Arlington, actually. Yeah. And I think he's looking for any advantage he can get.
0: Yeah, he wanna give him um, that that hot bright light. That's what he wanna do. That get on.
1: hot Vegas yeah. strip bright light that, yeah. that, that 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 is drinks everywhere. And clubs everywhere, bright lights, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. much easier to train and stay on top of your game in Texas yeah. than it is in Vegas. And
0: then the big billboards with your name on it. Oh, kind yeah, of you fucking with your ego.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, man. it's mental, it's, yeah, it's psychological. Man. I think Manny's looking for whatever advantage he can get. And I think it's a shrewd move to pull it out of Texas. Cause I think, you know. It's one thing to where you're going to go into the fight as the underdog, which he will. But it's another thing to go in as an underdog in somebody's backyard. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, uh, I definitely think it won't be that. That's why I wasn't shocked in a sense that it wasn't in Texas, even though Manny fought there. You know, but Manny didn't want to go somewhere where he wasn't going to be the biggest thing. You fight in Jerry's world and you fight in Earl Spence, he's the biggest thing there.
0: Yeah, and it's probably going to be close to football. Is that August, right? Is August twenty
1: first. August twenty first. S- football 25th.
0: season, you know. So you got like the uh preseason and all that too. So they yeah, probably that, that, no fight. Like, that,
1: that fight. That fight is at nighttime on a Saturday. Oh yeah, Man, that wouldn't yeah. Affect, That wouldn't. That wouldn't have affected anything. It had nothing to do with that. The scheduling. Jerry, with like all that money, Jerry Jones would have made it happen. Oh, you know yeah, that. that. That would have. That, that would have been easy. I just think. I just think Manny was like, "I'm the A side. I'm try, I'm trying to make you as uncomfortable as possible." Which whatever I can do to gain any advantage because I have, I'm clearly I have some clear disadvantages. So I need to try to level the playing field however I can. And so that's why it's in Vegas like you said, under the hot, bright lights Oh yeah. Uh, In Vegas and uh, there'll be a, a he- hella scrutiny you know, Vegas is tighter than it, you know, Texas, everything is spread out Errol can kind of relax and be the country boy in Vegas. They're all on top of you, bro. Oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah, you got to deal the with the you got to deal with everybody. You're going to see everybody.
1: Yeah. You're, You're going to see, see everybody. everybody. You got to you got to deal with a lot of distractions and Manny, that's where he had his experiences unparalleled. And I think that's what he wants to do, but I think if he was going I think that would have been effective pre-crash era. You know, pre that would have been effective. That would have been I think that strategy would be would have been highly effective post um post Brook and pre-crash era, post-crash era is, is different. Farm, animals, always with his kids.
0: Dialed, no, in. Not out.
1: He dialed, you dialed in. Yeah. Try in. Uh, looking for subtle improvements. Looking for any advantage he can do to help improve his game. And so I think Manny's going to be in for a think I think, I
0: think that, that that was some bright lights when he fought Kale Brook now. And that was on oh, someone yeah. else's turf. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was it was on somebody's trap, but I again, mean, he wasn't champion then. He wasn't pay per view arrow then. True, true. You know, but he—that's he when kinda, he was he, hungry.
0: He he felt it though. He knew what that shit felt oh, yeah, like. Oh no,
1: he 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 felt the pressure going over to another uh, another country. Time difference too over there. Yeah. All of that, the media, the pressure. You know, in the UK is a whole different type of trap house, and so he was able to overcome that and win. That it is that.
0: And but, said he knew. He, and he said he. Uh, I'm going in there to knock him out. I know he said yeah, I know I can't get it. He thought he wasn't going
1: on the scorecards. So we knew that that was a a a, a tough a tough task and a high hill to climb. But I think um for him, I I think it's a different era, and I think he's found the hunger again, and I think that's uh that's what's gonna sustain him and keep him centered. And I think he's uh, tightened up his circle, too.
0: Oh, of course. So
1: I think, uh, I think, I think he'll be fine. It should be uh, interesting. And I think he knows what a big opportunity this is. And uh, this, this training camp definitely won't be a fat camp. Oh, no, we know that. In shape we know that. He's going to be training. And I we think his sparring that. is going to come in. And I, I really can't wait to see hear, hear about his sparring partners. Um, that's going to be very interesting to see who he gets to come in and, and, and spar.
0: I don't think he, I don't think he does anything special, man. He doesn't, I don't but think I'm he wondering does anything if he will for
1: Manny just because of the unorthodox movement and the speed. And yeah. also Manny's a smaller guy. Yeah, like five uh, five. Also a south five, five four. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's gonna have to, you know, look to find some different partners. I think he'll still keep his normal regiment, but I think he's about to mix in some different looks, something similar to a Pacquiao. So when he
0: and, sh- and Shakur Stevenson asking for, ask for them rounds, too. So yeah, this is yeah. probably going to get him some rounds. I,
1: I think I, I think Shakur Stevenson would be a phenomenal
0: yeah,
1: sparring partner.
0: Him and for, Gary um, Russell.
1: Him and Gary Russell be a phenomenal. That's a very good one. Him, Gary Russell. Um, I know it wouldn't happen. I'd even say Basile Lomonchenko would be a, uh, a good sparring partner. Nice. Now, I know that's not going to happen. Um, but Shakur is the most likely because they've got a relationship gary russell as possible because i know they, they camp that they people know each other so we'll see what happens but i think he needs that type of uh work
0: yeah would w- w- help him yeah but i i from what i understand it, it don't matter like he gonna he gonna go in there and do him and that's why errol is such oh, yeah. a good fighter because no matter what you do in the ring he just lays out his game plan and he sticks to it and that, he's one of the few fighters that know how to do that floyd was very good at that Mike Tyson mm-hmm. was very good at that. Pacquiao was good at that. Uh, yeah. There are just certain fighters that it don't, it just doesn't matter what type of skill set you have in the ring. They just know to lay down their g- the game plan and stick to yeah. it throughout. So
1: yeah, well, yeah, Earl is definitely the most disciplined. One of the most at the high level, one of the most disciplined fighters when it comes to executing the game plan. People, you know, bring up the porter fight. Like, look, if you want to keep Porter at the end of that jab and that, right, you could have done that. That wasn't his game plan. He wanted to fight for the fight. He said before the fight, I'm going to fight. I'm going to beat you at your fight, at the, at the way you want to fight. Um, so I think, um, I think he knows, like you said, I agree with you 100%. I think he's going to go in there and just do what he, what he does. And everybody knows what's coming. The funny thing is, you know what's coming, but can you stop it? You know, people always talk, he's not dynamic. Oh, he doesn't do this. Oh, he doesn't. But somebody, nobody stopped him from doing what he wants to do.
0: Neither was the Spurs, Pimp, and they won championships.
1: Yeah. Tim yeah. Duncan he went to the
0: playoffs every year that he was uh in the league, man. So it ain't about yeah. how it look. It's can you fucking stop the show? And I haven't seen nobody yet put a stop to what Earl did or what the Spurs did or what Utah Jazz did. Well, Utah Jazz ran into Michael Jordan. That's a different subject. But, um, yeah, you know, like they stick to their game plan. So we'll see what happens, man. I'm I'm really excited for the fight. I'm glad that it's been booked. Uh, this is just crazy. I'm still excited that, you know, that they they were actually able to make that fight happen.
1: Just so the intrigue it. is going to be funny, though. The intrigue is going to be funny, right? So they're fighting first. You heard what Bob said. So obviously Bud is waiting all the way to September. So it's going to be very interesting. Um, you know, what do you do if you got Pacquiao Spence there? If you're Bud Crawford, how do you how do you not go to that fight? But then if you go there, how do you, like, I, I, You know, I told you what I think. I still think what I think. I think he's cool with avoiding all the smoke and taking a path to least resistance. But at the end of the day, in terms of the the optics, you think he shows up to that fight, bro?
0: I think so. I think so. But in this situation, (laughs) after you just stole this fight from me, I wouldn't even show up, man. I wouldn't (laughs) even show
1: up. It's no way in the world. I'm going to fight Manny Pacquiao. Uh, Sean Porter, I'm not going to fight you. I'm working on something big. If I don't do something big, I'm going to come back to you. you. That's not the truth. You didn't do it. You know, and I feel bad for Sean. Sean, I feel like tucked his tail between his legs and walked backwards and he shouldn't have. I'd have been like, bro, you told me. Okay, damn. How come we can't make a fight? We should be able to make a fight. You know, you and I fighting is a bigger fight than you fighting Taylor or Ramirez. Let's and keep it and
0: uh, the other thing was supposed to have been a so-called money issue. Like, how is it? Remember, uh, yeah. Sean was like, how are you going to offer me a million dollars to fight? At the top level. Yeah. He said this is a pay-per-view fight. You can sell this fight. Yeah. I'm a pay-per-view. I'm a pay-per-view guy. How do you not sell this yeah. fight? And offer me yeah. a million dollars too? Come on, man. Yeah, it's like
1: it's like, look, man, I fought Earl Spence. And so when I fought Earl Spence, what what, what, what was that situation? So, so if, if, if I fought Earl Spence and I got X and it was set up this way, why should it be different with you? But again, that's Bob Aram though. That's Bob, Bob Aram. And Bob. also is It's also Bud because he okay with it because if yep. he wanted to do something different, he would do something different. And he's he clearly nothing. not wanting. He's done nothing. So maybe, maybe it's that maybe, or Bud can surprise us all. The only way Bud can be redeemable in any of this in my eyes is if when his contract is up, he does not resign with top rank. He comes over to PBC and then he comes to PBC for all the smoke. Then I would give Bud credit saying, okay, he took it light just trying to fulfill his whatever he could do it to get up, up these Bob and He finally, you know, almost like KG, he finally left the Timberwolves in enough time to win a championship. And okay, cool. Realize this is not the best situation for me. I got to go somewhere else. So we'll, we'll see what he does. Um, but we already fit with well, me and
0: you already feel like that's going to be what he does. But at that point, yeah, you know, like that's, the, that's the it. only, yeah, but it's like the only option that you really have because, All of those are over here. There's nothing else for you to really do over there. It's it's,
1: it's, it's not the only option he has. Now, all the other options he has are lesser and poorer options. But, I mean, let's be honest, they've been making lesser and poorer options already. So, I mean, that would be kind of like their modus operandi anyway. So, for me, if to you and I, we think, oh, he's definitely going to do that. That's our common sense, right? That's how we would see it. But that's not how they've been moving. So I actually don't expect him to make that move. I would be shocked if he left top rank and came to PBC to come, you know, come for the competition. I fully expect him to resign with top rank and just go a whole different route. That's what I expect. That would be so ridiculous. All of top ranks, to... top
0: yeah. fighters have always left because of the situation that they're in. And it didn't but make that's... any se- sense to me. Why would you even offer Sean Porter? Like, that's just like saying Sean Porter isn't worth his weight, his medal. Like, he, come on, he man. Did
1: it, he did it to say, well, you can't say I didn't talk to him. You can't say I didn't make an offer. I tried. Again, it's politics. It's, it's to say, well, I, 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 you know, I gave him opportunity. He just didn't want it. I got to follow Danny Garcia, Keith Thurman, Key Thurman,
0: and Errol Spence. Spence.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't. He don't. He he clearly doesn't want to smoke with Sean. He clearly, you know, Bob and Bob's telling him what to do. He ain't calling his shots. Bob calling the shots. Bob, like, no, he's facing the winner of Taylor Ramirez. Think about that. Bob made that announcement. Crawford didn't make that announcement. Bob made that announcement.
0: Yeah, yeah. All just to hold on to that one strap, huh?
1: all to hope to hold on to they want to make sure a couple things they know they said they know they're guaranteed to keep all the 140 pound straps in top tank now it's also about we got to still keep one piece of that welterweight title in top tank so that's what it's all about is it's for them it's, a, it's it's you know it ain't even chess it's checkers you know we're gonna hop over here and collect, or collect the red checks. So I wonder Black what checker. they're going
0: to do. So do they take Manny out of the recess, champion in recess, and then rat- and put him back into that spot?
1: You know what? I don't think they're going to do that because that would look bad. That, that would almost, you know, it wouldn't be as bad, but it would be akin to – now they could do it because he's champion in recess. You can come out of recess, then what happens, right? Because Ugas didn't win the belt. He got awarded the belt because Manny was stripped or he was, you know, kind of like putting the chance, he was in recess. I wouldn't like, in a sense, I would like to see it happen because it's Manny Pacquiao. I would like to see Manny, because Manny did not lose the strap in the ring. I would like to see him, you know, have that build up. Correct. But I also wouldn't blame them because it's like, you know, Manny had an opportunity to do something. He didn't do it, but we still got Ugas. But if you're the WBA, you got to be thinking, man, that's a big money fight.
0: Yeah, sanctioning things. We we'll we make cash off that.
1: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And uh, so I agree with you. I think they're going to do that. I think they're going to say, well, we said he was in a recess. But what about if he comes out of recess? Correct. And all we did say he had to top fight somebody in the top 10. Errol Spence is clearly in the top 10, and this is yeah. a unification fight. So they will be well within their rights. Now, that would completely fuck Ugas, right? In a sense because ugas is really only chance to get a big money fight on any level is if he has that belt whether he can try to make it with bud or whether he makes it with Arrow in house so we'll see what happens we'll see what you know I think, the the, gonna, I think that's the route they're
0: going to i think that's the route they're going to go you know usually a commission a body whatever it is for the wbo wbc or whoever it is wba they all get together and they decide what is the best fight to happen? So I feel like that's going to be the one. And they just say, yeah. well, we'll give you arrow after he wins the belt or some shit like that. Um, yeah,
1: we can say you, you will, what we'll do is we'll you'll go back to where you were before. You'll be the mandatory, right? Correct. Jamal James is the regular champion. You were the mandatory. You were next up for the super champion. We had to put that champion in recess, so we elevated you. Now we're going to have to... He's out of recess because he's right. clearly assigning a fight. He is fighting with an approved top fighter in a unification fight. Absolutely, To me, it would make sense to take Manny out of recess and give him the belt back yeah. that he earned by beating Keith Thurman and Ugas would just be one of the guys next up in line for you know, a title shot. Um, and to me, that's that's how you, you'd have to... Um, that's how I would do it if I was a sanctioned body. That makes the most sense and let's be honest, you know, it's Manny Pacquiao or your Damian Ugas, Who, you know, who you got? I got Manny Pacquiao. So, to me, it should be a unification fight. Um, Yeah, it should be. Yeah, Manny, Manny should go into that fight as a champion. Not just a legend, but a champion. Yeah. And and uh, those those three belts should all be on the line.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's the way I would like for it to happen. And there's no disrespect to Ugas or anything like no that. Disrespect. It's just that. Nah. We, we all know who Manny Pacquiao is. He was champ in recess because he didn't fight. So I'm sure he's going to be quite refreshed from uh, from yeah. everything coming back to boxing and everything. That's going to be me, a, you gotta, a hell of a fight.
1: Yeah, and to me, you got to do it because it's not like Manny took a cupcake fight or fought of McGregor and then came back. His very next fight after being in recess is Earl Spence, right? Right. So to me, you 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 kind of have to give him the belt back. And maybe Ugas, you know, here, here it is. You want to fight, fight Jamal James. He's he's the regular champion. So not only would you be next up, but you'll be the regular champion. So you you and Jamal James fight, and then when it's when, it, when it's time to come back around for whoever wins this fight, you're gonna be one of the top three guys. I know it, it has to be a
0: shitty situation though to have to go and do that. Like, yo, bro, we gotta take the belt back. <laughs> you know, we gotta. Yeah, take but you know what? Back.
1: But how did you how did you get the belt? It was handed to you
0: yeah. because Manny had to go sit down and do worry about.
1: It was emailed to him, right? Yeah. And it's not, and the thing is, he's not an email champion and Manny didn't duck him. He was given the fight because again, Manny's inactivity. He didn't fight enough time per the rules and regulations in WBA. Yeah. However, you know, Manny should get his belt back. Cause it's not like he ducked his mandatory or duck somebody. Yeah. He's coming back in a unification fight. Unification fights always take precedent over everything.
0: Yeah. Definitely, definitely. That's why that
1: whole Canelo, Avni, Yoderum, nine nonsense is some hot trash.
0: We will. We know I, that. I that out and there. he and he was like a. I don't even want to discuss that guy, but he was number three on the WBC list, so you could easily how, fought. Which
1: which he shouldn't have yeah. been number three. And on could've top of that, he fought you the say, number one guy who was David. How was he? How how are you? Number three or the mandatory, and you coming off your last four fights, you lost three of them, and then also. If you cannot elaborate, you're the franchise champion. Franchise champions don't fight mandatories. They don't have mandatories. It's
0: a destination, not a belt or whatever they said it was. It's a,
1: right, it's a, well, no, they changed it. They changed it. They changed it. See, they, they got They changed it for Teofimo Lopez. See, Suleiman messed himself up. At first, it was a designation. Then, when Teofimo beat Lomachenko, then they changed it because Devin Haney was WBC champion. They changed it because, again, ESPN, all that cap. Oh, TFMO's on and all, he's undisputed. No, he's not undisputed, but they say he's undisputed. So then Suleiman, of course, is like, oh, you okay, can't. Right. Big networks, they don't want to produce the budgets. That's where the money comes from. So I get my sanctioning fees. I got to make them happy. So now we're going to change it from a designation to a belt. So what's a belt and a designation? At the end of the day, that's why Devin Haney called it a duck belt. Of course. And they all called it a duck belt. So, because we're going to give you the belt franchise. just in
0: case you lose and that belt goes over to somebody that we know we don't want to have right. that belt.
1: Because, you know, it was a designation, which was not was supposed to be non-transferable. Correct. So the franchise was created for these special, high-end, legendary-type fighters. Of course. You know. Who's more legendary than Manny Pacquiao?
0: None of them. None of them.
1: Where's Manny Pacquiao's franchise designation? Manny don't ask for no franchise. Because Manny didn't ask for no franchise. Manny's a Manny warrior. Manny don't ask for that. Because Manny's a true he a warrior. He's a true warrior. There's yes, a lot sir. of warriors, but he's a true warrior. Absolutely. That's why I got to miss a So that's the difference. If people want to say he's fanboys, that's the difference between Pacquiao and everybody else. Yeah. You know, he could easily have played those politics if you guys with the you know, WBA. Know, like, hey,
0: you guys need to make a, a franchise. Any, any belt of again. them,
1: any of them. Now, even with the, he could have went to the WBC. Manny Pacquiao. He could have went to the WBC. He could have went anywhere. Even with Arrow holding WBC that he won off of Sean Porter, he could have still been like, "Oh well, I'm Manny Pacquiao and the uh, legend of living. Give, give, give me a give me a W
0: give me a WBC Filipino belt.
1: Yeah, give me a WBC Filipino franchise belt, maybe champion. He could have did that, yeah. and he didn't do it. Yeah. So it just tells you who these other guys really are. And, you know, let's give Errol Spence credit. Errol Spence went be WBC, uh, and, and he fought a, a, he, off a quarter. He fought former WBC champion, former 140-pound unified champion Danny Garcia. He could have asked for a franchise designation. He hasn't asked for one. And you can't, look, well, we don't know about Errol Spence. He just came to see. Errol Spence made the most money out of everybody in, in terms of uh, uh, the, the, the fighting the views and everything of anybody in 2020.
0: Yeah, that's a fact. That's fact. With, with only one fight, right? Two fights. Two
1: 2020,
0: fights. he had two fights? I think so, yeah. To, to, yeah, to, yeah. I thought it was, it was just was, Danny uh, Garcia, and then he was just like, all right, that's it. I'm, I'm going to go chill out. I don't think it was nobody. Remember, it was an no, no, accident.
1: That, I, I, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's the accident. It was Porter, accident, Garcia. And then I'm sure. So, so let's not go to Twitter. Let's go by when he won the belt. He won the belt against Porter, accident, and, mm-hmm. you know, had to, had to lay off, and then Danny Garcia. Yeah. So, but he didn't ask for the franchise designation. And at the end of the day, he was still one of the top guys. He's definitely in pound for pound, top five. A lot of people have him in top three. He could have asked for a franchise designation. I
0: know this. The answer to this question already. Would you have Jamel Charlo in your top ten pound for pound? Yes. Why no. is that? Why? Why do they act like that's not something that should be happening right now? Like they have guys in there that shouldn't be in there. Like this man is going for undisputed in his next fight. He's got three belts be-
1: already because he's with PBC and he the guys he's well it's fighting. not his fault
0: that oscar de no, la Hoya no. didn't know what to do with his fucking career either
1: well well that's true too that's a whole other oh and he asked I'm my
0: fault he also asked for the canelo fight at 154
1: yeah so the other thing is is that uh when you think about it the other outfits match room uh top top tank uh golden boy they're not in the mix now they are now with Castaño. They had to share or whatever, but all the guys Mill was knocking off, who were all great fighters, they weren't signed to those outfits. So they didn't have any skin in the game. So a mainstream, mainstream media is like, no, nah, we can't get Mill. We, we can't, we're not eating off of him. See, for them, it's about who they eat off of. Right? When you look at the media, follow it like anything else, follow the money. You know, you look at the zone, why they all mad about Sergio Moore and all these other, you know, Guys, I saw your post. Big up to you for props for making a post. Of, you know, letting Sergio Moore like, bro, keep that shit one hundred. You ain't right. Um, they all mad because they they gonna miss a meal, right? They were they were gonna eat off that fight. That's all they cared about. Oh, Fury Joshua, it's on the zone. We're covering it. So you know now they all upset because they can't eat.
0: Goddamn right so you got, you, you got gotcha, to so follow, asses. you got to
1: follow the money. When you look at the guys in the pound for pound, and so I'm not saying some like people don't eat off Earl, but they keep it 100. Brian Custer's on Showtime, he keep it 100. You look at the, you look at uh, at the Fox, they usually have Kate Abdo who goes each year. She be on the zone too, and they have other fighters, you know. But they fight. That's how, that's how Fox's outfit is. So they're not fanboys. They call us straight up and down. It is what it is. But you look at the rest of the media and all these sports writers, whether it's Coppinger, whether it's the Athletic, all these other boxing outfits in terms of the mainstream media,
0: Dan Rayfield, ESPN,
1: Dan Rayfield, ESPN, all these other guys—they're all eating off of these, all off of these other organizations and, and, and promotional companies, and they're paid to be talking heads as opposed to being journalists. Right. And they're not telling anybody the truth.
0: They're telling a narrative, not a. What they're
1: telling a narrative based on because they in their feelings because that's how they eat. So of course, if you were ESPN, you're mad. You're not gonna get to cover Tyson Fury, Joshua, because that's a big fight. That's an inner. You get to fly over to the UK. You get to cover that fight. Hell, you ain't getting no free trip to the UK now. No No expense account in London now. You know what I'm saying? So they mad.
0: No, you get get to stay here. yeah, watch that yeah, man be yeah. great. Now
1: they in the zone, they already over in the UK, but mm, it's a big difference from covering Ted Cheeseman, yeah, in the UK to from covering Tyson Fury Anthony Joshua. So absolutely the, the, all all of the cachet and stuff that comes with that and how they eat off of all that. Yeah, I did it to y'all
0: selves though. Yeah, I did it to yourselves. Y'all they sat mad. there and y'all pushed that fight. What's up? And
1: I'm disappointed in guys like Sergio Mora. Man, I'm, I'm disappointed in him. That's why I, that's why I'm I posted what I posted. I, I get Chris Mannix, right? Cuz again, he's like he he's like a Fox News reporter, you know, at 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 a, at a presidential uh um uh press conference, you know, he going to ask he going to ask the stupid shit, right? And he, he's he's going to be clearly a partisan. So I, I understand him. I know he's paid. I know what he's paid to collect the piss. Yes. I get him. Yes. But Sergio Mora um really disappointed me as a former fighter like you said because bro step aside man fighters do what they fight fight so you asking a guy who is a fighter not to fight just let's follow the logic here and so now here's what everybody should ask themselves with anything in life why critical thinking why
0: who, what, why, when, why, they not, how?
1: why do they why don't they want Deontay Wilder to fight Tyson Fury? Well, there's a whole host of reasons. Now we don't need to go into them, but it, just the shame, just the, the gall, the audacity. Sergio Moro wouldn't have taken any step aside money. He's lying through his damn mouth. You got your second
0: fight with Danny Jacobs, didn't you? When you
1: broke your fucking ankle, he would he if he got beat, especially if he got cheated. Now this is the biggest. What another thing? This is again, and I blame ESPN. I blame the zone. I blame the media. Tyson Fury clearly cheated. His glove. Your glove was shaved,
0: pimp. That's a shaved glove. That glove was shaved. The glove
1: wasn't right. And we all know, and, and so to sit up here and lie, well, it, but, but he still got better skills, so it doesn't matter. Look.
0: Listen, uh, about that. If you did have better skills than me and could beat me, why would you
1: cheat? Exactly. Why would you cheat? And so for anybody looking at the video, again, this is that Trump shit. Believe and listen to what I say, not what you see with your own eyes. And so people like that are dangerous. And that's the problem with the world. You know, people can talk about Trump all they want to, but they're doing it right here in sports. Oh, who cares that his glove is waffling and, you know, Deontay Wilder has a dent in his head and doctors and scientists say that's not possible with a 10 ounce stuff? Who cares? Be damn science. Climate change isn't real. Right. They don't understand that's how they sound. And it's like, bruh, who, who, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Who, who do you man think he pulling? A, a dent in his in his head. A look dent. at the glove. Look at Tyson Fury's glove. Not
0: just a dent because I remember when the fight happened, I thought he had a busted eardrum from the punches. Mm-hmm. I remember you later that, yeah. later revealed that it was a cut on the inside of the uh, in the, on the inside of his ear. How do you cut a man on the inside of his ear?
1: And you can also see the strategy from Fury. Fury is not a Fury is a, this is, mm, 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 he's a technical fighter. fighter. Go look at that fight. Fury is wailing wide punches to get to where the back of Deontay's wild head, the side of his hair, his temple equilibrium. That was by design. I'm not a dummy. Like don't try to like run game on me. I see this. That's like telling me the election is rigged. No, it's not rigged. You lost.
0: Yeah, there's an old fight that you can go back and watch. I forgot who it was, but Sugar Ray Robinson fought somebody. I can't remember who it was. It might have been LaMotta. But if you go back and watch the fight, you can count 70 times, I think, that he got hit behind the head. Yeah. Yeah. You can count 70 times that he got hit behind the head during the course of a fight. And the judge did nothing. The ref did nothing.
1: Yeah, did nothing. Yeah. And so if you are a ref, and, you know, let's, let's, let's keep it 100 here. It was all fixed. Referees see tape loose when guys are boxing when they tape up around the, the wrist and they stop the it they stop the fight and they stop it how the hell do you not see this glove flopping like it's in the damn wind how do you not see that as a ref
0: not just that but say, at one point one of the uh, one in one of the fights while it was flopping around the ref actually pulled uh pushed his hand back down into the glove i was it, like wait i didn't even catch that the first time i watched it
1: and so for people who call themselves journalists, they're the worst because a journalist's job is not to tell a narrative, it's to get to the truth. Now, because of the era of Fox News and all this other, nonsense, they've changed the definition of news. Now it's marketing, it's not news. It's whatever we fucking tell you. But, and they call it news, but that's not what journalism is. Anybody who's gone to journalism school knows that's not what journalism is. So they're clearly lying. Yes,
0: so you have an agenda.
1: You have an money. Agenda. You have an agenda.
0: Yes. And so and JFK said on, JFK yeah. said that before he died. He said, "There's an agenda to control people through the media, and I want to do away yeah. with that."
1: Yeah. So shame on Sergio Moore. Shame on the zone.
0: Shame on you, Sergio, shame, Sergio. Moore. Shame on
1: ESPN and Walt Disney. Shame on all of them.
0: Shame on Eddie Hearn. Shame on you. Shame,
1: yeah, shame on shame on Bob Arum, who was around doing Ali. Shame on, on on Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, who's supposed to be a boxing analyst. Shame on all of them, because you clearly see the glow. you clearly see the same thing we're seeing, but you're saying nothing.
0: Nothing about. So it. why? Nothing about. It. So it's okay for that man to die in the ring like that. It's okay for it's that's that's what you're perfectly fine with. He's already putting his life on the line in a sport that's very fucking dangerous. And this
1: is all by design because they all want Fury Joshua so they can all eat. That's well, y'all what can all... get the
0: shit later. Deontay Wilder, if you money. fucking hear this shit, man, I hope you are training your ass off. I hope you can learn. I hope you have learned how to box backwards and lateral. I hope you have learned how to counter punch. So you can shut these motherfuckers up.
1: Well, yeah, just, th- just throw a monkey wrench in their whole program. So they, Par- you think Partially done ruling, already. Right, you, you think the arbitration ruling, and that's great. But, but Deontay, Bronze Bomb, if you listen to me, beat this at, beat this nigga, beat this fool. <laughs> because if you beat this motherfucker, if you beat this motherfucker, look, if you beat this motherfucker, you really gonna throw the monkey wrench in there Ooh, Charlie. And you're really going you really to mess up the whole program. And oh, I yes, sir. And I hope and pray that you do. Yes, sir. Because if Deontay Wilder... Wins this Was fight? a white boy. Was a, if he was a white boy, this would have never happened. Just keep it in 100. And shame on these corporate media organizations for pushing this narrative while at the same time wanting to push diversity, equity, inclusion and talk about Black Lives Matter. Same on all of them. Yeah,
0: Yeah.
1: you can't say a black life, black life matters, and you clearly see a black man is being done wrong, and you're okay with it, and you're helping to perpetuate that. Now you can come from your high perch and talk all your noise and send your lawyer. You can do all that all you want to, but the truth is the truth.
0: And the other truth is is that we know that y'all scared of Wilder. We know it.
1: We know it. The truth is, is that it's the money involved. And the, and, and, and the suits up top are telling them what their marching orders are and they're doing it at the expense of someone else and I, I just can't respect that
0: no respect there none at all and that's why I made the post that I made because I am I am in no way I did I, I did I was street fighting I did boxing and in no way do I feel like You should be able to just go along with a program like that when you know what it takes. Sergio Moore, you know what it takes to get in a boxing ring and risk it all. You know there's a chance that you may not walk out of there with your life. You know there's a chance that you may walk out of there different with an injury or something that's, you know, uh, life-threatening. You know that. So why would you tell that man it's okay to take step-aside money? The other part about taking a step-aside money is y'all know y'all would have done him wrong if he took the fucking money. If he would have took that money, y'all would have said, oh. Look at him. We knew he wanted the money to begin with. And I'm glad Malik yeah. King Scott came out and said it and he he made a post and he put it out in the paper or whatever it was. And he said this is not about money. He could have easily took the money a long time ago. Yeah. This ain't about yeah. money. This is about retribution. And if you don't know what retribution yeah. is, look up the word. That man wants pittance. He wants someone well, yeah. to pay for what happened to him.
1: Well, you heard what he said. He said we he said we want blood. That's his payment. So on my payment in
0: blood. Straight up. Y'all did me wrong. Y'all cheated. And everybody know it. Everybody knows it. it. Everybody Everybody knows knows boxing knows that y'all cheated.
1: Even people that that don't know boxing know it. All you need to do is have two eyes. All you got to do is be able to see. And so the fact that they only want to be honest about it, they talk about it on the fringes. You know, we can do a whole nother segment on that, but it's, it's, it's a shame. Sure. And it's part of it's part of the problem that that's in society, they don't understand that they're perpetuating the bullshit. That You don't understand that they're part of they're part of that. They're part of feeding this apparatus, you know, of tomfoolery. Yeah. And uh, a lot of that generally comes at our Makes expense. Sense. Yeah, I'm not a sheep. And, um, yeah, so I'm that's not a man. sheep.
0: I'm not but a sheep. I know sheep.
1: we're about to wrap it up. I'm going to get ready and get up out of here. OK, um, cool been a great session as yeah, usual yeah. uh salute to Devin Haney yes sir salute to Devin oh, yeah. Haney
0: and Linares fighting on May 29th but tonight will be the big fight a unification fight undisputed between Jose Ramirez and Josh Taylor this should be a fucking scrap I'm very excited to see this but I'm even more excited that Harold Spence
1: yes i Spence is
0: many back y'all. this is awesome that's, man. that's that's
1: it we, we and we and and a month before that we getting a uh, wild and fury, we, you know the retribution campaign. We getting that a, a month before, so this is gonna be a month before that we getting
0: a unification undisputed title at one fifty four. Them yep. Charlo twins is doing a damn thing, man. Lions only. Yes, sir. We gonna get about it here, man. Peace, love, health, success to everybody out there. Jay, I appreciate you logging in with me, man. We no doubt get about bro. this Y'all know this. Salute.